The Ordinariate, when it first began, uh, this is back in the 1970s where the roots come from, it didn't begin very well. It began rather poorly. You know, there was these, these groups of Protestants who were approaching the Vatican say, hey, we want to come back to the Catholic Church and bring our traditions with us. And, and the Holy Father at the time wasn't sure quite what to do, and so he allowed the use of what is called these Anglican uh, use parishes, kind of, like these, kind of like an experiment in a way. And so a certain diocese would have these. But they weren't well supported, and they had a tough time, and it was, it was just difficult. Uh, it didn't start out too well, but it got better with time. But the whole point is that it started off rather badly. Uh, but it was for a really good cause. It was for this cause of, of unity, bringing our Protestant brothers and sisters back into the Catholic Church. This is uh, what we're celebrating this week. So January 18th until January 25th is what's called the, the week of prayer for Christian unity. And so we're all praying for that. And uh, this community, St. James, being part of the ordinariate, this new diocesan-like structure within the Catholic Church um, is really the results of those prayers. And a big part of who we are, our charism, what we do, we work to bring about unity within the body of Christ. Uh, Coming back to that seat of unity, uh, that church our Lord founded, our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's a big part of who we are, part of our charism. And yes, it started off kind of badly within the ordinary, but it got better with time. I say all this because uh, with, with our calling toward Christian unity, our job is to help others to come into that unity. In other words, to evangelize, to do evangelization. But a lot of us, maybe you feel this way, you're like, well, you know, I'm not very good at evangelization and I feel kind of awkward when I try to talk to people and and I, I just don't know if that's what the Lord's calling me to. I'm just, I do it poorly. I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at it. I don't really know if that's really what I'm supposed to be doing. I once had a priest who told me uh, something that has stuck with me and helped me very much. He said to me, if something is worth doing, it's worth doing badly. That's what he said. And I was confused by this. You know, I always heard the phrase, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing well. You know, and he's, here this priest was saying, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. And I didn't quite fully understand what he meant, but I've come to understand this. Because you think about it, if something is worth doing, when you first start doing it, you're going to be doing it badly. But you do it because it's worth doing. Remember when you were a kid and you first started to learn how to read? You first started learning how to write? You did it badly. You did it poorly. You had terrible handwriting. You mispronounced things. You know, you were slow. You did it bad. You were, nobody wanted to listen to you read. So, but your parents did because they loved you. Uh, but you did it badly. That's how everybody starts out. You know, and, and it was worth learning to read. It was worth learning to write. And so that means it was worth going through that bad, poor, miserable stage. That's the same when it comes to evangelization, when it comes to working toward unity, this great charism that we especially in the ordinary have. It's worth doing it. If you're afraid to do it, you know, do it badly at first. That's okay. You know, think about our readings today. Our first reading was of Jonah. 
out there preaching. He was evangelizing. You think Jonah was a good preacher? I think he was a terrible preacher. So, I mean, think about Jonah. Here's a guy that did not want to be preaching. He hated the Ninevites. You know who the Ninevites were? They were the enemies of Israel. This was the capital city of Assyria, which was Israel's greatest enemy. They were at war oftentimes. Assyria would eventually take them out. And so here is the Lord telling them, hey, I want you to go and, and preach to these people that you hate. I want you to go and preach to these people that you want dead. So Jonah, of course, did not want to go and preach to the Ninevites. He ran away, got swallowed by a fish, got vomited up on the beach to go and preach to these Ninevites anyway. So here's a guy with a bad attitude, didn't want to be there, hated these people. Not a good preacher. And yet the Lord still used him. The Ninevites repented because of his message. If Jonah can do that, if he can evangelize badly, then you can too. Uh, this is, everybody has to start somewhere. Even our Lord, you know, uh, in our gospel reading today, this is at the beginning of his ministry. Do you think he was a great preacher at the very beginning of his ministry? If he was really truly human, yes, he's fully divine, but also fully human, that meant that he had to struggle and learn you know, skills just like any other human being. When he was learning to read and write, it was hard, and surely he did it poorly at first. It's the same with preaching or evangelizing or sharing your faith. He had to learn and grow in that ability. And his disciples were no different. These guys that he called, they struggled at first. We, we know this, right? You know their stories, how they struggled to trust Jesus, to have faith in him. The story about when they were on the boat and all the waves came and they got terrified for their lives and they're not trusting. You know, they think they're going to die. They're, they're, they're struggling with their faith at that time. Or other times when they fail, they try to cast out demons and things and fail. Or here that when our Lord got crucified and they all ran off, lots of failures. They did things badly. They weren't these great heroic martyrs and preachers of the faith to start with. They started off badly. This is what you and I are called to. To be willing to share your faith poorly, to not do it very well, to feel kind of awkward, to have difficulties. This is this calling to humility. Because really, isn't that what stops us from, from doing things that you're not very good at? No, they say that like kids, little kids especially, they pick up languages and things very easily and very quickly. I think in part it's because they're humble, right? They, they don't, they're not worried about looking stupid in front of other people. Whereas in adults, when an adult learns a language, you know, you're kind of awkward and you're hesitant and you're shy because you don't want to look bad. You're terrible at this new language you're learning. It's harder, right? But the whole notion of our faith, remember what Jesus said? He says that if you would come after me, you must be like a little child. It's a calling to humility. It's a calling to do things, if they're worth doing, do them badly. To be okay with that. To be okay with it being awkward and, and difficult. This is what you and I are called to do, especially during this time, this week of Christian unity for which we're all praying. There was a man who was an Episcopal priest that started off badly, uh, working for unity badly. He didn't, really, really, he didn't even really know quite what unity meant. Uh, this was back in uh, 1898. His name was Father Paul Watson. 
and he decided to start a religious order. They called it the Society of the Atonement. How the Lord calling him to start this order? And by atonement, he meant at one meant. Atonement, at one meant. Bringing uh, all Christians together as one. Father Paul Watson didn't even really fully understand what that meant. He was doing it poorly as an Episcopalian. But he, as he grew in this, as he kept at it, he began to realize, he came to realize that the heart of unity, the foundation of unity is found in that church that Christ founded in the Catholic Church. And so in 1909, uh, Father Paul Watson and the others that he'd gathered with him came together into the Catholic Church and they continued to work for unity. More and more people would, would gather and follow, begin following him. And he spent the rest of his life working for this cause. It's up until 1940 when he died. It's because of him, this man that started off badly, this man that started off separated from this great tool of unity from the church. It's because of him that Christians all around the world today are praying during this week for unity. Going back to someone who started off doing this badly, evangelizing badly, wasn't even in this source of unity. We have this today because of Father Paul Watson, who now is on the road to being declared as a saint. He's known as servant of God, uh, Father Paul Watson. His, his cause for canonization is moving forward up in the Archdiocese of New York under, I think, Cardinal Dolan up there. So, um, But all this goes back to getting out there, being willing to do things badly. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. Having the humility to start to share your faith is on to the Lord with humility that God may be glorified. Amen.